0: So I grew up in San Diego, and um, in my last year of high school, um, found another, a couple other gay or gay-friendly people that I was hanging around with, and we started um, finding the bars that we could sneak into. Um, Most of the people that we knew that were gay lived in Hillcrest at that time, so that was an area we started hanging around in. So I'm um, in high school hanging out with gay people and and, um, sneaking into the gay bars that I could sneak into, and um and my first apartment I got was in um Hillcrest uh and which is where I've lived primarily um since uh the mid 1970s and um but because I was going to the bars and most of the gay people I knew were men I didn't really get to meet very many women in the beginning I had a lot of gay male friends my um first roommate was a was a gay male And um, so, and he was very active in the bars and the bookstores and the bathhouses and the park. So I would go to uh, the bars with these guys, probably at that time were down um, towards the airport. So there was a place called Ball Express, which is way gone. It was just a warehouse and um, the Barbary Coast. So that would be down in that area and then would come up and on Washington and second i think it is is probably but it was roberto's and i think it was the only place that was open late at night like that so if you're somebody who drank like i did and then at the end of the night you're by yourself you're going to go to roberto's and get something to eat and then uh we'd just um from there would go over to the uh, park and uh Somewhere on Balboa Avenue, I w- we would park the car and the boys would run out. They'd scamper out into the bushes, and um, I'd just sit there and um, eat my tacos and wait for them to come back, and then we'd go home. And I, you know, lived up on First and Robinson at that point in time, so it was all, you know, pretty close together. And I would get a lot of stories about what transpired. You know, they would always give us more information than we'd want to have. <laughs> So that was before that was before I turned twenty one so seventy four <clears throat> I turned twenty one in um and seventy five and then I finally found the lesbian bars because they were harder to get into. Then the men's bars were a little bit easier. you know there was like maybe one or two lesbian bars and a lot of little fringy gay men's bars and uh, they were just a lot tighter about who they would let in. There was also uh, different, I think there was different rules about them. Like the first bar I went to was a place called Jerry's Hole and that was, it was, now it's a radiator shop. Basically, you could go in there because they had food and beer and wine and the food consisted of getting a hot dog, putting it on a coat hanger and putting it over the gas ring in the outside area. You know, and uh, there was also a thing that I discovered when I was working on um, a task force to upgrade the um, the cabaret rules um, in San Diego, which were all based in the, you know, during the war years about what was allowable and what wasn't. And one of the things was is that women weren't allowed to bartend until like the mid-70s. And so I think that there was a, uh, a cross-dressing woman, I remember, at Diablo's. Uh, a lesbian bar that was a bartender there. My um, avocation was drinking in bars, you know, all through that period of time. I think, uh, like many of us, I was looking for the perfect relationship in in the wrong place. And and I was one of those uh, drunks that would sit on a bar stool and say, I could do this better than they can, you know. Then I also had the opportunity to go to Palm Springs. had a lovely women's bar that was owned by a gay man who was a decorator. And it was just a really nice glassware. You know, there was flowers and tissues in the bathroom. And the place in San Diego that we had had been a Chinese restaurant. And basically all they'd done is taken out the tables and chairs in the dining area and made that a dance floor. You know, that's basically all that they did. And it was so old that they aged aged carpet, red carpet, was like wrinkled like elephant skin. It was just so, it was so horrible. It was just really a horrible dive. And the first time I walked in there with my cousin who knew I was gay, there was uh, like three women fighting with pool cues. Was not a really great way to, you know, introduce somebody to my lifestyle. So, you know, I really wanted somewhere nice for people that wouldn't feel embarrassed. About bringing you know somebody in, and so that was important to me and um and then I um opened the uh a lesbian bar the flame um, in nineteen eighty four and sold it in uh, two thousand four, so we had a pretty good twenty year run but uh I remember there being picnics at Morley Field, um which is part of Balboa Park, so there was definitely things going on. Um, over there on Sundays. Um, I was drinking a lot there, so drinking in the day wasn't good for me because it couldn't last very long. So uh, I didn't go to those events very often. That wasn't really, I wasn't really a, I was pretty much um, a bardike pretty much is what I was, although, you know, not with the short hair and the, you know. I wasn't really, I didn't really present as really masculine, but uh, the sports part wasn't a part that I was really involved in. But no, there were things happening like that. You know, about, uh, and I knew about the, uh, you know, the police every once in a while to go down there and make a circuit down there along the cakewalk. Um, Everybody go running into the bushes. But uh, that was really primarily... um, what uh, I knew about it, and there was a, I knew that there was a lot of activity going on down there. Yeah, I was really jealous about that for a long time because I came out with gay men and that they could have that kind of, uh, that kind of casual ex- sexual experience, you know, and I was very upset to realize that, that I was not going to have that same kind of experience with women. I think that women are just more emotional. You know, I think it's more of an emotional connection than... I mean, definitely there's a sexual attraction, but uh, and I think it's more too. I think that women still have a lot of shame about their sexuality, so it it makes it uh, more difficult to have that kind of uh, expression. Yeah, it's a little bit more difficult for women to be out in the park somewhere, yeah, and not get dirty. (laughs) Yeah, although I've, you know had a girlfriend that we were in Presidio Park and threw a blanket over. I mean, I've had my share of outdoor sex, yeah, but not uh, not there. But usually with somebody I already was sexual with, not somebody I didn't know before, mm-hmm. without knowing what their name was. Didn't get that kind of nameless sex stuff. And maybe that's, you know, for a long time I was kind of resentful about that, but maybe that's just okay, it's the way it is. Um, but uh, I think that from my conversations I've had with gay men is I think that they have wanted to have, many of them have wanted to have the type of relationships they saw lesbians have, you know, that they would um, bond, you know, and nest. And, um, and that was not seen in the early years, you know, in, in my experience in the 70s and 80s, that wasn't happening. And then more towards the 90s, I would see it, and it was kind of an anomaly. You know, and now it's, um, you know, I know so many gay men that are married and, you know, they've adopted children and, you know, they've done all that stuff. Where with women in the same time frame, it was because they'd gotten married earlier, didn't realize they were gay, came out, whatever happened with the husband, either horrific or, you know, however that worked out, they'd usually end up with the children, you know, and so it would be kind of a blended mom-mom family a lot of times yeah very different a lot of change yeah we were so much the sexual outlaw and so you know to be gay was such a rebellious you know stance and now it's so accepted i don't know if i really like it that much that it becomes so accepted i like kind of being kind of edgy being i'm a fighter yeah so i'm kind of pulling all the things that I, all the energy that I felt like that I was fighting for myself as a young lesbian now into the political spectrum to, you know, do what I can in my small way to be a part of the solution to this. Mm Mm-hmm.